This is the Mediocre Gaming Super Friends Committee. I'm Pugs McGee. You can follow me on Twitch at The Good, The Bad, The Pugly. Follow our Facebook group. And enjoy the show. It's episode 26. That's three more than 23. Uh, today we're going to talk about various stuff. Starting with uh, The Last of Us. Yeah, that's right. Mean topic. Uh, so they had uh, The Last of Us Day recently, like, what, a week ago, maybe? First of all, I want to point out that it's called The Last of Us Day now. It used to be called Outbreak Day, but I guess it doesn't really work. <laughs> I guess that's not really a, a good name for it during these times, considering the pandemic, which is why they changed it. I still think it's kind of dumb that they changed it just because there's like an actual pandemic going on, but whatever. Outbreak day sounds a lot better, but you know, it's the last of his day now. So everyone thought that they were going <clears> to <throat> show off the new multiplayer game that they were doing, which I'm assuming is going to be like a souped up version of the survivors multiplayer game from the first one, which was really good. But they basically just told everybody that uh, <clears throat> it's ready when it's ready. Well, the game's been out for over a year now, like The Last of Us 2. So it's like, oh, how long are they going to wait? Where in the hell is it? Like, by the time they put this shit out, nobody's going to give a crap. I don't even know if anybody gives a crap now. I mean, not unless it ends up being really freaking good. Like, I probably won't even yeah. bother trying it unless it's unless I'm hearing how great it is. If it has no connection to the single player, I'm down. It probably won't. Good that I'm down. It'll be like, like the, the first, first one. Now the first one was really freaking good. Did you really? guys play that one at all? The multiplayer? I know life that shit. <laughs> yeah, I had a few people that I played it with, and we were just running everybody. I I would get the uh, the shotgun. I think it was actually the DLC shotgun. I mm. bought the DLC shotgun and I put a suppressor on it. And literally, <laughs> me and two of my friends would play. And you know how everybody's like all sneaking around and shit like that. Well, we were so good and we were so cocky that like literally at the start of the game, we would just beeline it straight to their spawn, just sprint and just annihilate them over and over again. It was amazing. Uh so if I'm assuming that the, the new one's going to be um, an evolution of that and the fact that it's a separate entity and that it's taking them so long makes me think that it should be good. But I don't, I can't think of any way that they could really evolve it to make it significantly better than it already was. So I have no idea. Uh, don't you oh, worry. Um, Neil... Neil. Put his little um, his little side thing in it somehow to make it to ruin it like he did the the single player. So <laughs> that's what's taking so long. It's definitely taking forever. Uh, I didn't I actually the original heard... Last of Us until uh, basically until the second one was like coming out and everyone was hyping about it. And I'm like, I don't know. I never played the first one. And everyone was like, you're out of your mind. Go play the first one. And I was like, okay. So I did. 
So I didn't have the, the multiplayer at all because I would, you know, it was basically dead and gone by the time I played the game. Well, the problem is, is it's not dead. The problem is, is that a there, are pe- there are people that have been playing it hardcore this entire time. And I quit years ago. So if you go play now, you're just going to get screwed. Like, they're just going to wreck you. <clears throat> That's the problem. Fair enough. Um, I know we've talked about it before, the story and everything, but <clears throat> I want to go back to it a little bit because I, I was thinking just earlier. <laughs> I was like, I think I thought of a way that The Last of Us 2 could have been really good. And that is, if Ellie had been the one that gotten killed and Joel had been the one going on a killing spree for the entire game. Huh? Huh? It still would piss me off. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I'd be pissed in a good way. Uh, and obviously, they should have killed her. They should have, you know, they should kill her. They should have killed her off and done it in a way that was better than what they did Joel. Like, when Joel got killed, he should have been killed, you know, whenever, um, you know, whenever they were escaping from that area with all the infected, like before they went to the mansion or whatever, where he died, mm-hmm. she should have killed him then. That would have actually made sense and probably been okay. Like she should have just come up behind him and like either stabbed him in the neck or been like, yo, so-and-so was my dad. You killed him. Now you die. Or she could have like had this whole monologue thing and just like threw him to the clickers or whatever. That would have been, that would have been okay. Or like I said, kill Ellie and then have Joel just go on a badass murder spree. What do you think about that? I I mean, I was okay with the way everything played out up until the end. I would have preferred if Joel didn't die, but I was okay with it. It was just it was the end of the game for me. That's all. I mean, definitely the end of the game. <clears throat> It didn't make any sense. No. But yeah, I was just thinking about that earlier today and what with the multiplayer stuff happening, I was like, yeah, I might as well be like, hey, it would have been better if they'd done this instead. So that's the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like we talk about this game like every every podcast in some way. <laughs> oh, man. As many times we've talked about it, I am so tempted to re-download it just to hate myself again, but I'm not. Honestly, I'm just... I only hated a few a few things, <clears throat> but they were kind of a big deal. So, I don't know. I'm still kind of torn overall because the gameplay was fun. It did make Ellie a badass up until the end anyway. So, I don't know. It is what it is. I don't think it's game of the year. Speaking of game of the year, though. Dog shit. The Tokyo Game Show happened this past weekend, or the last few days. It might still be happening, actually. But anyway, they gave Ghost of Tsushima and Monster Hunter Rise game of the year. Now, you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Game of the Year 2020 already happened, right? 
Well, <clears throat> TGS didn't happen last year. So they basically included uh, Ghost of Tsushima in this year's stuff, I guess. And so they, they gave it Game of the Year. So I'm like, hell yeah. That's the one that should have got Game of the Year last year. Yeah, I saw that. What what won last year? Huh? There there wasn't a winner last year, huh? No, there wasn't a there wasn't a Tokyo game show last year. Oh, Tokyo. Yeah, okay, never mind. That's why the Tokyo game show this year they were like they they awarded it because they would have given it to it last year, but it didn't happen last year. Got you. <clears throat> so that's cool. And Monster Hunter is awesome as well. So that's cool that that got a shout out too. So that's a cool little thing. Ghost of Tsushima is great. So I'm glad to see it getting praise still. Yeah. That DLC though, kind of, kind of whack. <laughs> I haven't played it yet, but I've heard it's good. Yeah, I mean, it just adds a new island, but you do the same exact things. Nothing changes. That's the only. That's the downside. I mean, you could say it's a downside, but more of a good thing isn't really a bad thing, is it? Yeah, I guess. But I, it was supposed to be like a story DLC, not just oh, a new new area to go to. Wait, there's no new story. No, it's just a new area, and you do like you go take down camps like you did in the game <laughs> it's not an actual like story dlc oh that's why i was like what the hell oh well that sucks yeah well i'm still gonna play it yeah it looks cool you got new armor and new weapons and shit so yeah i'm still i still want i still want to play it that'll be happening at some point in the future um <clears throat> Another thing I want to talk about is that <clears throat> keep hearing rumors probably for like the last year and it, they popped up again recently about Konami wanting to make <clears throat> games again because they kind of stepped away because <clears throat> damn, sorry because in Japan they're kind of a big deal they do a lot of different things like they've got pachinko over there and all kinds of other stuff so they've kind of they got what pachinko what is that i'm not entirely sure to be honest it's some form of japanese gambling oh okay (laughs) so they're really big in that regard over there they make a bunch of money off of that i think it's like a a gambling machine of some sort um they do that and they do a bunch of other stuff. Like it just surprises me how they've got like a hand in everything over there. But the point is, is they've kind of pulled away from making video games for a while, but there's all these rumors now, but before I get into the rumors, it's funny cause they did put out a game recently. It was a soccer game and it's literally the worst game of all time. <laughs> like it's been rated so poorly. <laughs> It's been like the Steam reviews are overwhelming negative, overwhelmingly negative, and the reviewers are bombing it. Like it's literally, literally one of the worst games ever. And they even came out and apologized for it. So I thought that was kind of funny. And I'm like, well, hopefully this doesn't deter them from making games 
because I keep hearing these rumors about them wanting to go back to Metal Gear. I heard that there's going to be a, a remake for Metal Gear Solid 3. So that'd be pretty dope. Although I'd rather them start at 1 because 1 is like my second favorite one next to 4. I'd love to see a 1 remake. But I guess they kind of technically already did that like 20 years ago on the GameCube. But I mean like a remake remake for today. These, yeah. these remakes are killing me, man. Like, if you're going to spend time making a game, make a game. Don't make one that's already out. It's just I mean, they might still they might still do that. Hey, you can't you can't knock the the remakes now, Robert. Like Demon I, Souls. I can, I can and I am. Sorry. Like <laughs> the games are already out. Like like forget it. Just make a new game. They're just everybody's wasting so much energy on nostalgia. The problem The problem is that there's two problems. <clears throat> and one of them is that a lot of people don't even have the consoles anymore. See, the thing is, is on PC, if you get a game on PC or whatever, you know, that's always going to be right there in your library. You can always just go and download it, blah, blah, blah. But on console, a lot of people are like, I don't even know where my PS2 is. You know what I mean? So like, if you want to play Metal Gear Solid 3, chances are, if you're the average gamer or, like, even me, like, everybody knows I'm pretty hardcore into gaming. Even I don't have a PS2 anymore. Or I think I do somewhere. But I don't have Metal Gear Solid 3 anymore. So, and not to mention, like, a lot of these games, I mean, I bet you Metal Gear Solid 3 still plays well enough. It probably still looks well enough. But... You know, if you really want to experience it and have a good time with it, it probably does need a remake. And I get where you're coming from, where it's like, you know, make new games and stuff like that. But I mean, like even Hollywood does the remake thing. Look at Disney. Oh, I know. They're making all these all these friggin' movies in the live action movies, which most of them are garbage. But anyway, my thing with the remakes is that I'm okay with remakes especially when it comes to Final Fantasy. Because, like, for instance, if you want to talk about a series that can really benefit from remakes, it's Final Fantasy. Because some of these games are so old that we're talking Super Nintendo. Like, I want to see those remade. And the Final Fantasy VII remake, that's a huge, huge leap. It's like a brand new experience. I've told people before, like, with the Final Fantasy VII remake, to to put it on a scale for them. It's like... You know, you play the original game and it's like playing with a dollhouse, right? But when the remake came out, it was like going to the actual house that the dollhouse was modeled around. That's the difference in scale here. It's a huge, huge step up. It's a huge deal. So as far as remakes are concerned, I like that they do them. Um, As long as, you know that's not a primary focus and that it's not taking away from them doing new games or sequels or whatever. Cause we all know we live in the age of sequels and nostalgia. So as long as it doesn't take away from them doing other things, then that's fine. I thought blue point, <clears throat> the people who made demon souls remake was working on the metal gear solid one remake or they're thinking about it or something. 
No, actually, it was just confirmed like over this weekend. First of all, I was going to get into that too. First of all, uh, Blue Point, it's official now that Sony has bought them. So they, they're officially a Sony studio now. And the other thing that they confirmed is that they're working on an all new original game. That's their next project. Okay. It's a new IP. That kind of, I'm happy about it because new IPs are cool, but I'm mildly disappointed because I was hoping for a remake of a game that was potentially, uh, you know, everybody thought back when the Demon Souls remake was happening that there were some of these other games that could have been. And one of them was like The Legend of Dragoon, which is an old PS1 RPG. And I was kind of hoping they would do that. But, you know, maybe sometime down the road it'll happen. Or maybe it'll be a sequel. No, it, they said it's going to be an original IP, so no, that's probably not going to be a sequel. But either way, uh, new games are cool, and so it'll be fun to see what they do. Yeah. Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring's coming out in January. That's coming up pretty fast. I'm looking forward to that big time. But back to Konami. Uh, there are also, you know, reports that they want to do Silent Hill. And there have been so many rumors about Silent Hill being worked on by so many different people. And there's rumors that <clears throat> Hideo Kojima's team is doing it now. Again. So I don't know. And they want to bring back Castlevania. Now, this is all rumor, but all these rumors keep popping up. I'm talking like literally, I keep hearing about this stuff like over the last year. So where there's smoke, there's fire. When was there? When was the last time a Castlevania game came out? I think it was Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Or at least the last new one. <clears throat> what system was that for? PS3? Yeah. In 2013. I remember because it dropped right next to DMC. DMC, the fucking remake of Double May Cry. The reboot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reboot. Garbage. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of uh, the Castlevania game either. <clears throat> I didn't think... I wouldn't say it was bad. <clears throat> but maybe it was just at the time I didn't really care about it. So that's that's that. But I would love to see them make a new one. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a 3D one. They could uh, do like a 2D one, like the old school ones, only like with updated visuals or something. I don't know. Silent Hill is is exciting. Silent Hill, if they do something with that. I hope so. That PT demo. Still one of the scariest things <laughs> ever to be made. Now it's just a demo. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's all rumor at this point. But the fact that they came out with that soccer game, even though it was crappy, kind of shows their willingness to make games again. So maybe the rumors are true. We can only hope because those franchises are all pretty awesome. Uh It'll be interesting to see if they end up making a new Metal Gear at some point. It'll be interesting to see if it ends up being good without Kojima working on it. So I don't know. That's kind of scary. 
Yeah, I don't know if you can really. <laughs> What's that? I said, yeah, look at Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, I think that was doomed to fail no matter who was making it, though. Yeah, it was bad. Just really bad. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. Like, hey, look at this thing that you didn't know you wanted. No, it's not that we didn't know we wanted it. We really just don't want it. Yeah. But here we are. I think some people really like it, though. All five of them. I've never heard a single person tell me that they liked <laughs> Metal Gear Survive. I never played it. <clears throat> um, let's see, what else do we got? Well, oh, I figured I'd touch on this a little bit. <clears throat> Talked about it last time, like the demo, but the game's out. It's Tales of Arise, and uh, it's really, really good. Uh, the reviews for it uh, are really, really strong, and I've been playing it, and I really like it. So people should play it. It's great. <clears throat> um, Amazon came out with their game, their MMO, New World, and... That's pretty damn awesome, too. I've been playing that, having a good time. Uh, you kind of just go into the world and you kind of just do whatever you want. Like, there's a bunch of crafting and stuff you can do. There's the story. The story seems kind of eh, but I'm not really there for the story for that game. Uh, you do the story missions. There's uh, PvP and wars that you can do in the PvP, like 50 versus 50. Um, there's factions so you join a faction and then you have to buy territories so you join a guild or whatever and then your guild can buy territories and buying the territories actually has significance because you can dictate the taxes and things like that so when people are trading in those territories you know you get paid every time they trade and it's funny, I heard a story about, like, there's this one guild, they bought a bunch of territory, and then for the the guilds or whatever that they don't like, they just maximized the taxes to screw them over and then made the taxes lower for everybody else. So that was pretty, pretty hilarious. So it, it's just cool in that way because, you know, the wars that you can do actually have meaning and significance. Um, but no, the game's fun. Uh, you basically get marooned on this island. You're uh, basically like colonizing, but you get marooned on this island and it's got all this supernatural crap going on. <clears throat> and uh, that's basically a story. But uh, no, it's fun and it seems to be a big hit. People have been having a hard time logging in because of server queues. And it's funny because people are complaining about how they need more servers and whatnot. And they've been adding more servers, but the issue is that they put a 2000 player limit on the servers because if there's too many people playing, then they won't be able to do certain things because there'll be too many other people doing those things. Like for instance, if I'm trying to gather or cut down this tree or gather this ore or whatever, and there's like 10 other people trying to do it, then nobody's ever going to be able to do it because there's just too many people. So they're adding more servers, and I haven't had any login issues, so I guess it seems to be working out. So we'll see how that goes. 
you guys hear anything about that game? Uh, only what uh, only what I've heard from you, and seen that you guys have posted in the the Facebook group and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, what 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 what's up? Uh, I'm not seeing anything really on it besides it looked fun. And then I heard other things, bad things. Uh, basically all that. <clears throat> the people not being able to load in and then there's not enough content or whatever because it felt rushed or something. I don't know. I don't remember. It looks fun, though. I know. It's good. It's really immersive. Like, in the way that, like, you play it and you kind of get lost in it because there's all these things you can do. And <clears throat> like I said, there is the story or whatnot that you can follow, but there's just so many things to do along the way that you'll just get caught up doing everything else while you're on your way to try to do the story. And it's fun trying to level up your, your gathering and craft and stuff like that. And you can make a good bit of money off of it, which you can use to buy the territories or to buy gear that you want and stuff like that. So it's, you can just really get lost in it, and that's why I like it. And, you know, there's not really a set path that you have to follow. You just kind of do whatever you want. If you want to focus on leveling up hardcore, and you can do that. If you want to focus on PvP, you can do that. Me, personally, I've kind of been doing... I've just been doing story and crafting, because I want to make a bunch of money in-game and just be able to buy whatever I want. Maybe help a guild buy some territory and stuff like that. So that's cool. It's cool to see Amazon <clears throat> making games. They've tried before, uh, and it hasn't really gone well. But it really seems like they got a hit on their hands. People are really excited about this game, and even Jeff Bezos came out and talked about how he was happy about it doing well, like it matters to him. <laughs> <clears throat> more money in his pocket of course it matters to him very true very true i mean if he can take off another branch of his business right especially in a an industry like gaming yeah they've struggled with gaming but now it seems like like i said this is a pretty big deal and mmos you know if you stick with them if they if they keep supporting it they can make a crap ton of money like final fantasy final fantasy makes so much money off of like merchandise and their little digital cash shop and the, the amount of money they make off of subscriptions and stuff like that. But that's another cool thing about New World. There is no subscription model. So like once you buy the game, you can just play it. Like you don't have to pay for it every month. So that's a, that's a really cool thing about it. Right on. Um, as far as new content goes, we'll see. I'm assuming... They're just going to keep putting it out because that's what MMOs do. It probably won't be as fast, though, because there's no subscription. But then again, they got Amazon back, and Amazon's just literally have infinite money. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Either way, I can, you know, with as far as people talking about there being a lack of content, if that's true, I'm sure there are people that complain. There always are because there's always going to be people <clears> – <throat> There's always going to be people that finish everything in like a week, always. And those yeah. people, first of all, those people are the ones that look up guides right away 
and they're like, oh, the best way to do everything. So of course they're going to finish that crap in a week because they're looking up guides from people who have put hundreds of hours into the betas and stuff like that. So, you know, since we live in the internet age, everything's already mapped out. There's already guides for the best way to do this and the best way to do that, the fastest way to do this. And so if you're one of those people following those guides, <clears throat> of course you're going to run out of shit to do. That takes the fun out of playing the game personally. I mean, I like, I've been looking up tips and things like that because a game like that, there's a lot of, you know, have you ever played a game or, I mean, I'm sure you've done things in general just in life where it's like you learn a bunch of shit and then you're like, man, I wish I would have known this, you know, however long ago. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, it's kind of like that. I'm looking into things like that where it's like, oh, there's these cool little things that you, here's what you should know, you know, as a starting player or whatnot. Here's the things you should do. Like, for instance, buying houses in that game. <clears throat> It uh, makes fast traveling better. Like it, I think it reduces the time it takes to fast travel. It reduces the cost. So the idea is to buy multiple houses in different territories. And also, the first house you buy is half off. So that's something that you know you might not necessarily know. So it's just tips like that. That's the kind of crap I'm looking into. But you know, you got these people that are like, oh, fastest way to level up you know, how to, how to do this, how to do that. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to be done with the game soon. You know? Yeah. It's going to well, burn I mean, even, even uh, other games that are more, you know, like linear, like Jedi Fallen Order and stuff like that. Like people, you know, there's a lot of puzzle type stuff in that game. And there's <laughs> a lot of people that are just quick to, to give up and go look up a tutorial or something like that instead of figuring it out themselves. Yeah, that's I mean, absolutely just... right. I like I, I w I'm not saying I never do, because I certainly do. But I will struggle for a good amount of time before I'll break and go look up a a tutorial. For me, it depends on my mood. I mean, I'm usually pretty good at figuring that stuff out anyway. But I'm, yeah. you know, it's not like I've I I have looked crap up like that in the past. Because there's sometimes where I'm just like, this is really annoying for me specifically, and I just don't feel like dealing with it. So I'll look yeah, shit up. There's been times that, you know, you sit there and you walk in a circle for like 20 minutes and you're like, I'm pulling my hair out. Like what? And then you look it up and it's something so pathetically fucking obvious and you just shake your head at yourself, you know? I had this guy on Facebook recently. <sighs> yeah, I'm one of those people now. So there was this post about like Twitch streamers one. It's like, I don't know why people watch people play games. And I'm like, oh, there's all kinds of reasons. I'm like, you know, if you get stuck on something or if you want to find a different way to do something that you already know how to do, like a, a better way, a faster way. And he's like, he's like, I never look up anything. It's like, if you get help for a game offline, it affects, it affects you as a person, like all this other stuff. Like he, he's trying to make comparisons to like real life and how, if, if you get help playing a game that, you know, you're just going to be looking for shortcuts or whatever in life. And he was like comparing it to like raising a kid or something. And I'm like, bro, the fact that you're comparing playing games to raising a kid, I'm like, I feel sorry for your kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, calm down. <laughs> oh, it was the dumbest crap. But um, that's the internet. Yeah, no, no. Like a, a game like that, like an MMO, you don't want to, you don't necessarily want to look up the best, fastest way to do things. Maybe not the. You could probably look up the best way, like you know if you're trying to play a certain way and you want to be good at doing what you're doing, it's fine to look that up. 
just don't look up the fastest way to get through the game. Like it's ironic because you're gonna look up the fastest way to get through the game more or less because you're looking up the fast way, you know, fastest way to do all these different things. But you're essentially screwing yourself out of playing the game. You're like looking up the best way to not play the game. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And then those same people are the ones that complain about there not being anything to do. And it's like, there's plenty to do. You just skipped a lot of the side stuff. Like a lot of the stuff that you would figure out normally just by playing, you know, and all this other stuff to just get through it as fast as possible. And then you're going to complain about there's nothing to do. I'm like, that's your fault. Now back to the main point, which is that I'm sure they're going to support the game and that they're going to add more stuff. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, if they're smart, they'll uh, tie it to Prime. If they want to, like, you know what I mean? For, like, a subscription price. Yeah. I could see them doing that. Yeah, they've already got I could definitely it. Like, Amazon already weird. has a subscription. Why not just tie it in? You know? Yeah, I could definitely see them doing something with that. Special awards, gear skins. Oh, I would, too. Because, you know, Amazon... Man, you can say whatever you want, but Amazon's pretty damn great. They're the most convenient thing in living in our COVID society. <laughs> yeah. We won't get into that though. It's a gaming podcast. And now that now that they've got like a true hit game or whatever, I'm excited to see them make more games now. Cuz you know, I always figured, you know, Amazon, you know, they'll put out good games and you know, they struggled to start with, which makes sense because it's they're new to all of it. But now that they finally got one that's like a big deal, hopefully they can keep pumping them out and that they'll actually become this big time publisher developer because they God knows they got the money to get all this stuff right. So let's see it. I want to see it happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they got their hands and everything else, so why not? Love Amazon. You're welcome, Amazon. I know you're never going to hear this, but free publicity. You're welcome. Amazon's great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We're just moving right along. Um, I guess. What were you going to say? Amazon, the people who took $1,000 from me so I can get a PS5. <laughs> Yeah, PS5s are going to be hard to get for another <laughs> year and a half or so. I heard till 2023 now. Oh, it was worth every penny. So, I'm not mad. I guarantee you've got your money worth by now. Oh, yeah. Already. Just, just from playing the old games alone, not even the new PS5 games, I, I've got my money's worth. <clears throat> People are like, oh, why are you going back and playing this old stuff? Uh, because it's a higher frame rate, it's a better resolution, like it feels better. You have no idea. I mean, just the special edition for Devil May Cry was awesome. Yeah, that's it's the, funny because I, was, I had the music pop up on my Spotify recently, and I really wanted to go play it. I didn't, but like, it, I was like, man, I, I want to go back to it, so I probably will sometime soon. I really love that game. And the PS5 version is like you can actually tell how much better it is. Yeah, I was watching. 
a few YouTubers make a funny compilation of like them doing co-op. They were they were like they found a way to be able to hit each other and stuff. Like it was wow. Dante and Nero, like literally cursing each other out, basically. About who? <laughs> With the taunts. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the sixth game whenever that happens. Hopefully, they're working on it. Oh yeah, no, they already confirmed when they they they're working on it. Good, 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 good. All right, well, let's talk about some of our favorite experiences that we've had with games. I'm kind of interested to hear your guys first, to be honest. I mean, I'll call out right off the start, and I'm sure you'll all agree. The old school fight clubs on For Honor. (laughs) Damn, I, I did not expect that from you, but yeah. Honestly, dude, like back in the day, we had so much fun in there goofing off and just having a good time together. Bro, that, those were the days when For Honor made us laugh. The actual game made us laugh. Yeah, you know, doing the, the emote spams at each other and, you know, just, yeah, all of us, like eight of us in there just giggling our asses off all <laughs> for hours on end. You know what made me laugh? Being Rep 10 and killing a bunch of Rep 150s. That made me laugh. <laughs> I remember the day I met you two on For Honor. That's that's hilarious. I my memory is pretty good, but I actually don't remember meeting you. The first time it was like a, a training because that's when I you know, we had the this is for clan talk only, but we had that situation where I had to leave and come back, but um the first day I came back, you were there at the training and you were playing Aramusha. I was like, yeah. oh, he's pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing Centurion, I think. I think I'm starting to remember now. Yeah. I think we took turns killing each other. Yeah, I remember. I think it was a, it was on the map with the, the stone church or whatever, right? The cathedral. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we swapped yeah. to the the samurai village thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of specifics for that actual session, but I remember being there. Oh, I remember you specifically fighting Cooper with your warlord, <laughs> uh, Lunchbox. That, that probably didn't go very well. I mean, he was teaching you. That's what was going down. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember that. Those were the times, man. Damn, that damn <laughs> brought me back. I feel so old now. Cooper teaching me Warlord was basically Cooper just slapping the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's, that's not how I do it. I only have to do that. I'll actually tell you what you should be doing. Every time you screw up, I'll be like, no, you should have done this. You should have done this. I I think my favorite uh, training session was with, like, just one-on-one was with uh, Kool-Aid. Was he took me in? We put it on uh, no damage. So, yeah, you know. And then he could just show me. He'd be like, "Okay, yeah." He'd show me what to do, tell me where to look it up, and blah blah blah. And then just be like, "Okay, now keep practicing until you get it." And I could just keep slapping on Kool Aid, and he wouldn't die because no damage. You ever you ever feel, uh, had the feeling of coming back, lunch or no? 
Uh, probably not at this point. Damn. Unfortunate. We need to hang out more, Robert. I guess we're always playing Final Fantasy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but if you're like, hey, let's go play this other game, Final Fantasy isn't going anywhere. Sure. Come play Call of Duty with me. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, so here's my thing with Call of Duty. And I know this may or may not be true, especially now because it's been a while. But I keep hearing that Black Ops is bricking consoles. Still. I mean, I don't. I've never had a problem. I don't even, like, I think maybe once ever I've been, like, blue screened, and that's about it. Black Ops? Yeah, the the Cold War. Oh, Cold War. Now, Guy's son had it brick his console. I also don't play a lot of Cold War. I mostly play Modern Warfare and Warzone. Yeah. something, Something weird about the graphics on Cold War. I don't know what it is. I really like the kill streaks on Cold War and the maps. Like a lot. Like I I like the way so it's like the first Call of Duty where I actually like the Predator missile cuz it splits off into like four. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people are already complaining about Vanguard. Apparently well, the beta was really disappointing for a lot of people. It's basically what I heard is that it's a it's just a World War II skinned modern warfare. And yeah. I also heard that they're adding a perk that basically adds normal functionality. Like, for instance, you're not on the minimap, you see people when they're shooting. I think that's going to be locked behind a perk now. So that's kind of dumb. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much creativity you can expect from, you know, I mean, they've been doing a new one every year. Like, Call of Duty's been the same more or less for the last fifteen years. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't honestly, I don't see why they put out a new one every year. You want to hear something though? There's this game coming out here in a few days, actually. That's going to be free on PlayStation Plus, and it's called Hell Let Loose. And it's a World War Two game, but it's like fifty versus fifty, and it's like realistic. Like you don't get hit markers, and it looks really good, and it's gonna be free. I mean, I'm willing to give free a try. I'm always yeah. down for free. So I'll be downloading that, so we can play that. And Fall Guys, we could do that. So just hit me up, brother. Like, I was on Fall Guys. I saw you get on, but you were on Call of Duty. You got on Call of Duty right away. So I didn't even bother inviting you. I mean, that's just what I do. As soon as I log in, I just go on Call of Duty and see who's on. But yeah, if you see me log in, definitely shoot me a message. I have that shit turned off. I don't get notifications when people log in and out. I gotcha. And my friends list is stupid from people adding me on Call of Duty and For Honor and stuff. And I don't know who anybody is, so I'm too scared to delete them. So I never really look at my friends list to see who's online either, because it's usually like at least 100 people online. Right, right. Anyway, going back to the main point, we kind of strayed a good bit. Uh... (laughs) 
one of the best experiences I've had with games. I think I mentioned this before, probably, but this with Ark and uh, I ended up working my way into the Alpha Tribe. Basically, Ark's a survival game where you get put on this island. Well, at the time, there weren't too many maps, so it was an island, and you had to survive and deal with other tribes of real people and you know them screwing you over. Well, we kept getting screwed over by the Alpha Tribe there, and I ended up you know, just talking to the leader and they ended up letting us join. So we ended up getting like these dragons and stuff and we'd just fly around the dragons and just pester people or whatever that were like bothering us. And there's even a point where this one dude tried to come and attack one of our bases. So we knocked him out, handcuffed him and kept feeding him narcotics so he couldn't play his character. Like, literally, it would knock him out. So you literally can't control your character and your handcuffs, so you can't do anything. So we would just take shifts, take turns, making sure to go back there and narc him back up so he stays knocked out. That's fine. And that's, yeah, I mean, you come screw with us. It's like, get Ragnar. You literally have to go play on another server. That reminds me of uh, playing GTA. And somebody would, you know, do something to annoy me. And then I would just spend however long it took to drive them out of the server, hunting them down relentlessly. With like three or four different guys. Well, it's just like, you know, that game arc, it doesn't really have a story and all this stuff. So like you literally make your own content because it's just a bunch of people trying to survive. And there's just all these things that happen that, you know, are completely done by the people there. And it's just really cool. Like another time, like this whole other alpha clan from another server, somebody like paid them, I guess, to come over to try and take us out. And we literally caught them while they were trying to transfer their dinosaurs over. So we were at this like waterfall area with our dragons just freaking wrecking them to the point where before they'd even finished unloading their dinosaurs, they started putting them all back and running away. It was freaking amazing. Like you just, <laughs> you just don't get that kind of experience in, in games regularly. So like that was just a really awesome, awesome experience for me was just playing Ark, being in an alpha tribe. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's see, another time... Another another really good experience was back on the Xbox 360 when The Elder Scrolls Oblivion came out. I would literally just carry my TV to my friend's grandparents' house and my Xbox and my backpack on my back. So this big old box TV, I'd just be lugging it down the street looking like a, a burglar. And we'd just hang out in his grandparents' camper and land. Like He'd be on his TV and his Xbox and I'd be on mine. And we would just play Oblivion all summer and we'd just compare notes to figure out different quests and secrets and things like that. That was a really good, really good time. I remember back in the day on uh, Vice City, uh, me and uh, my brother, my best friend and his dad would uh, sit around in the basement and we had, uh, we had made up, it was on GTA Vice City, we made up um, like a a race basically 
like there was a we had a circuit you had to run so the the, the stick was you had to uh get like i think it was four stars four star wanted level and then you'd have to get to the start and see how many times you could run this course you weren't allowed to get a new car so when your car blew up you're done huh. and you'd have to sit there and see how many times you could run this course with all the cops trying to murder you and shit you had to go over uh there was a spot where you had to jump over a uh, river so if the cops are about yeah. you at the bridge you usually get knocked into the river and you're done so yeah we'd have hours of laughs doing that It was cool because like, we have oh. pretty much beaten everything in the game, right? So this is just kind of something cool, like the content that we made kind of thing. Yeah. Granted, that was always a, just a chaotic good time back in the day. Yeah. Just like using the cheat codes to get all the guns and just killing random bystanders over and over again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we knew all the Vice City cheat codes, like <laughs> Off by Heart and GTA 3, both of them. We just sit there and put in the cheat codes, no problem. Yeah, I kind of fell out of GTA over the years, but I had some good times with it back in the day. That's it's my best friend's like all-time favorite game series, so huh. we we always played them together. We played. Uh, I think I've talked about this before, but we used to play a lot of story mode games together too. Like, yeah, 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 we wouldn't play it unless we were together, and we just take turns. So neither one of right. us actually played the whole story, but we. We sat there and knew the whole story because we played it together. Yeah, I used to that too. A lot, actually. Back in the PS1 and PS2 days. Yeah, we did uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, I think, together. Yeah. We did, um, uh, what was it called? Like Siphon Filter? I think we played together. Siphon Filter. I think that was number two as well. And they had one of the uh, the multiplayer levels they had on there was the hedge maze. And we figured out you could run across the tops of the hedges. And it's all foggy, so nobody can really see you until you're up close when you're running across the hedges. Right. And we used to goof off there all the time on that map, jumping from hedge to hedge. Yeah, another, another good one for me was just just Final Fantasy fourteen in general. Like I've been playing the game pretty consistently for the last eight years since it's come out and <clears throat> it's just such a good game. Uh I don't even really want to talk about anything specifically as far as like the experience goes. I'm just the game as a whole. It's just I've had such a good time with it. It's I'm like completely invested in the world. And uh new expansions coming out, I'm so excited for it. But no, nah, it's just—it's it, probably like my favorite game. So I—I I can't believe how much time I put into it. Like, it, it's absurd. Like, it, 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 all the other games I've played don't even come close to the amount of time that I put into this game. It's just really, it's really—they really nailed it. Yeah, for me, that's GTA Five. I guarantee you, the hour clock on GTA Five is the highest of all my games. Except, I mean, maybe Warzone at this point. Yeah. You do like your Warzone. 
it's just an easy go-to for me at this point. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I like playing Call of Duty and stuff kind of like as an, as an in-between type of thing or whatever, you know? Yeah. I haven't played it in a minute, but we'll see what happens. Like I said, I want to try that Hell Let Loose game out see how that goes. Yeah, for me, it's, I like, like, I enjoy the social aspect of gaming. So, you know, generally, if I get a good, like, long gaming session, it'll be at night. And I want to play mm-hmm. with people at night. So, I'll, you know, I just go to Call of Duty and see who's online. Yeah, that's like me with Final Fantasy. I, I've got people that I know that play it. And, and then I've got, you know, all the randoms. The randoms are frustrating, but it's still a unique experience anytime you're playing with other people. Yeah. Doing raids and stuff with people is fun, even whenever it takes 10 times longer because, yeah, people aren't great. <sighs> playing the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, that was uh, that, back when I was really young. That was another really good time. Never beat them either. Not the original one where you can switch turtles? No, the the second one, I think. I don't know. It was someone where you could play co-op, and it was 2D side-scroller, beat them up. Yeah, I think I beat that one once. I never beat it. I was super young when it came out, and it was just really hard game, so... Yeah, it was the, uh, it was the original one where you could switch in between turtles that I never beat. Like yeah, that, that was game was. I just posted that meme the other day. Told my kid I'd buy him a PS5 if he could beat this game. Yeah, that hit me right in the feels. Cause you can't beat that game. <laughs> <laughs> I spent There's many, many time, hours though. trying. I really want a port of that, but they are making that new one that's basically in the same vein. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could easily. I mean, they might have it on the Switch. No? Not that I know of. I'd be all over that. I think they did one of them on Xbox. Did you see so they're adding the, Xbox on PC. the Nintendo Switch expansion? You mean for like N64 games? Yeah, and Sega Genesis. Yeah. That should be interesting. Because it's going to be part of the Nintendo Switch Online sub. But I heard that it's going to be a separate tier, so you're going to have to pay more. Yeah, yeah, you have to get like a premium uh, a subscription. But I mean, it's only 20 bucks a year right now, so. As long as, I don't know, I think 30 bucks would probably be good. I, I, think, I think 40 would probably be a bit much. I think if they go crazy with it, it's going to lose a lot of people because the, the game list is short to start. Yeah. You know, there's not, they're only putting out nine N64 games off the bat, and none of them are, you know, I mean, a lot of people might want Ocarina of Time, but, or Star Fox, but there wasn't Mario really. Mario I think is on there, right? Yeah, and Mario Kart, the original, but I mean, I don't know. That's not going to entice me to pay an extra on my subscription for it. Yeah, me neither, especially since I got Mario 64 because I got that Mario collection when that was a thing. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of the Sega Genesis titles, I have um, the Sonic's Sega whatever 
I think that's for PS3, but still, if I want right. to play all those games, I can just hook up my PS3. Actually, I think it's hooked up in my bedroom. I just never use it. So, I don't know. I mean, it's a cool idea, but if they overcharge for it, I mean, I'm probably not going to get it either way, to be honest. Yeah, me neither. It's just not that enticing. Banjo-Kazooie no. comes in the second wave. That'd be cool, but... Overall, I mean, I was hoping for, you know, like GoldenEye and, and stuff like that. Super Smash Brothers, like the original, that'd be fun. True. Like, there's just so many good titles they could have done, and they really just didn't. <laughs> Perfect Dark. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was cool. I was reading the article, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a really cool idea. But what? I read the games list. I was like, oh, all right. Choked on that. I mean, to be fair, those games are good. It's just I've either played them or I have access to them now already. Yeah. I think I bought Ocarina of Time on the Switch already or downloaded it or something and tried and I was like, nah, not doing it for me. This has been another episode of the Mediocre Gaming Super Friends Committee. Follow us on Facebook at the Mediocre Gaming Super Friends Committee and on Twitter at MGSFC Gaming.